0: Hot Zone Season 2 is out, the first two episodes came out on November 28th, the second two episodes came out on November 29th, and the last two episodes came out on November 30th. My question is, why are they releasing them like that? But more importantly, we watched the first two episodes, and we're gonna talk about them. Season one focused on the Ebola crisis and it was based on a best-selling book in 1994, Richard Preston wrote it, and the series itself was acclaimed, it definitely got viewership, so like National Geographic's viewership went out the roof and that's why they decided to make it into an anthology series and concentrate this season all on the anthrax scare during the 9-11 terrorist attacks. I'm going to spend a few questions asking you here how it compares to season one, even though I know you didn't watch the yeah. first season. I can tell you that the first season had an ensemble cast led by Juliana Margulies, but she wasn't the only one by far. This season, it seems like there's a, it's a story of two people. You have Matthew Riker, played by Daniel Day Kim, yep. and Bruce Ivins, played by Tony Goldwyn, who I don't know if you recognize because I know you just saw the King Richard film, but
1: right, do you yeah. know who he played in that? I, I have no idea. I didn't even know he was in it.
0: He played the tennis coach, the first one that they had. That oh, they the girls, first one that helped that, them. That was like, playing with John McEnroe. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, that, that's him. He was also the voice of Tarzan in the animated film. <laughs> I, I would have never guessed that. Okay, yeah. does he sing in this? No, no, nothing like I that. I don't think Tarzan was... sang in the in the cartoon either.
1: I don't know. His his storyline in this season wasn't really that interesting. To me. In fact, I felt like most of the over dramatization, or maybe some like. The Again, you've only seen factor. the first two episodes. Well, yeah, but like so far, the unbelievable factor kind of—I felt like they threw his storyline into much more drama than maybe actually happened. Like he's trying, he's going undercover almost and trying to figure out. Who possibly. Are you talking
0: about Daniel Day Kim right now? No, I'm talking about Tony Goldwyn, Bruce. They threw him undercover?
1: Yeah, he's working in a high security research lab in Maryland. They're kind of like the top doctors because once this anthrax virus gets out, they're the people who are like the most skilled and uh, are able to. Probably do you remember anything
0: else. about anthrax or is this like the first time you've ever the heard only anthrax?
1: thing i knew about anthrax was i remember i watched a documentary a long time ago on like nbc about snl and how there was this big anthrax scare and because of that tina fey ended up leaving because they like shut down rockefeller center yeah
0: now i remember that that was a few years ago right yeah and i was really surprised that wasn't back then in like the 2000
1: no like, it was it was because they show it in episode two they show you when they sh- shut down rockefeller center and i was like oh i actually know about this like it was i I didn't think i was going to actually see it happen yeah. but being able to see it on screen was probably my favorite part because i was like oh that's what i actually remember but anything else no i, I didn't even I remember the this, more this political
0: system. side of things where it was like it was being sent to senators or stuff in-
1: well yeah it even gets to that part, point in uh, episode two where rudy giuliani like gets daniel oh so DeCamp- you saw the and, yeah. episode with giuliani yeah giuliani <laughs> comes out and, and daniel day is again his name is matthew Riker, and he's speaking Rudy giuliani and he's like look this anthrax scare is a big deal and rudy giuliani is like no no like it's it's not a big deal it's obvious all- not being spread too much, and it really, we should just keep Rockefeller Center open because these people are having to deal with a lot since 9-11 just happened, and you're even seeing some of the news. Is
0: Giuliani presented in a heroic fashion?
1: Oh, no, 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 no. It's very You know
0: what's so funny? Know. It's like, okay, we've seen so much of Giuliani in the last, like, few years. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to present him in the best light. Right, But yeah. do you think this impersonation of him was, was good? Do you think it looked like him? Do you think oh, it acted didn't. like him?
1: It didn't look like him? It, I'm not sure. I, I think it acted like him now, but the weird thing is, is that when you go back to, like, 2000, Rudy Giuliani was seen as like this kind of heroic type because he was like the governor mayor of New York as 9-11 yes, happened. Much like, how, much like how George Bush had like 90% approval ratings right after 9-11. No, I, but I, now that we I get, get, that. get to hear... I get well, that, but I'm, I'm more asking
0: you because this... I mean, I'll just spoil it for you. His performance the Giuliani person who ever played him, yeah. it's been panned. Like, people did not, like...
1: He, it didn't look like him. Okay. It didn't, it didn't look anything the like The other him. thing
0: <laughs> is that I watched Dope Sick pretty recently. I continued watching it after just we did the pilot. Yeah. And Giuliani shows up in that as well. Wait, they...
1: <laughs> so he's just... It's uh, a different obviously, Giuliani, obviously, obviously. But, like,
0: <laughs> but they the just FBI going. is going up to him and being like, hey, we have to investigate this. And Giuliani comes off as, like, this great guy. He's just exiting the, his mayoral thing. But then... He does a full 180 because they find out that he is actually going to defend the uh, evil drug company, Purdue, in their fight <laughs> against the F- the government for trying to stop Oxycontin from or Oxycontin yeah, from no, like, getting into people's veins. So it's so funny how like there's a two-sidedness that was shown of him in Dope Sick, and then this takes place over the same time period, just not... Like this is only in 2001, right? Right. Yeah. It's like I think it's like four weeks. Started in 1990, like something, and goes until like 2008 or something. So. It goes over a longer. Time well, yeah, period. no,
1: I mean, like you do get different time periods. It starts off like the first scene is April second, nineteen seventy nine, and they have a huge, expansive places. Like it starts off in the USSR, but you also see places in Georgia. Obviously, these are different sets, but Florida, and New York. It's it's going. It's cutting to a ton of different places. Why? I said Maryland. Um, well, for Florida it was because that was where the first man, uh, Bob, that's the first patient who was like exposed Presents. to the anthrax. Yeah, he he. So was this on purpose? Had someone? No, nope. sorry, is this a weapon that was used against him,
0: or was it? just like he was exposed because anthrax is all around at this point us, we're, usually- we're not
1: we're not really supposed to know because one big thing in this show is did al-qaeda possibly do this now, i don't know yeah. how the actual story went okay but in the end it's supposed to be kind of this question throughout the first two well, episodes the
0: timing could not be ignored and also in the letters that were sent to the senators right, i think yeah, they no, said something I, about all
1: every everything you're saying daniel day Kim says like a hundred times in the episode so he's i'm just like, i'm just trying to tell yeah. you in case you don't no, warm, uh, uh, it, it was, it was, i mean like <laughs> they had half a script by the amount of times that daniel day Kim was like the the timing of this cannot be more coincidental or anything like that you know yeah um, it but, actually turns out to be daniel day Kim. he's the one who no. said it. <laughs> you know who catches him is bruce <laughs> no but a, lot, but a lot of it is like when uh one of the florida doctors is calling georgia the georgia person like he, she's speaking about p- the symptoms that this bob guy is having maryland again is the places where like the high doctors are really trying to figure out what what could be the cause of all this anthrax that's going on what could be like because a lot of people are starting to get it you even see tom brokov obviously not i don't think it's actually him he's even telling his assistant like okay try to figure out what's going on with anthrax and if it like ties any way to al-qaeda even the like loosest of strings to tell me about it because the news is trying to get as much media coverage as it possibly can about it and and make connections where there probably aren't. So they're trying to sensationalize it.
0: It's similar to the first season in that there's this fear that is uh, like an undercurrent to everything that's going on. Like in the first season, you had all these monkeys getting sick and then the question was raised like, Why are they all dying and are we infecting ourselves? Also in season one, they got a little bit of blowback because NPR did a fact check on it. And it turns out that there were a few things that they got off wrong on. And so with this, I heard that they really tried to dive into all the FBI records that were shown in a couple books and rewrite their own like sort of history, because they're not exactly sure if the conclusion that was settled upon in the early to mid 2000s was actually true. So they had to be a little bit more imaginative However, I haven't heard as many good reviews about this, like, recreation as I have about, like, Dope Sick.
1: Well, there's, I mean, kind of like Dope Sick, it's hard to watch at different points, especially with what we're going through now. But when you were talking about Fear being kind of the undercurrent of the first two episodes, it very much is. Because at the beginning of the show, when Daniel Day Kim is figuring out about Anthrax, he's, like, the one person who's trying to tell, like, the leader of the FBI. And And he doesn't exist in the real world. Like, the Matthew Riker guy,
0: it even sounds like a made-up name. but he, well, yeah and his backstory i heard was pretty ridiculous too
1: oh yeah no it, it, like you keep on seeing flashes of it throughout the first two episodes like about nine eleven. yeah like
0: but, but i mean obviously that's going to be on everybody's mind but it, apparently he was like right outside the pan- pentagon yeah yeah no, like he was like the only guy and he was just think, staring at it because you
1: think you you think that he's going to run out and see the other twin towers start falling because a plane flies right over I him. i mean why <laughs> but, yeah. stop there why
0: not have him come in with like or just be leaving with like his bags like yeah he no, just the, from work <laughs> he's saying goodbye to all his friends and then as soon as he leaves like it it just explodes what
1: happened was there was this huge car jam and then you see this plane like fly right over them and then yeah daniel day kim runs out of the car he's the only one there surprisingly and it's not the twin tower that fell it's the pentagon again so it's like oh yeah because he's in dc yeah no i understand but it was just it it was ridiculous but it also um through beyond current yeah when they first figure out about anthrax none of the doctors are taking it seriously Mm -hmm. like at all like again maryland is just making jokes also they had a few like corny lines in here for example one of the doctors says to bruce uh you have a future in politics and then bruce goes doesn't it drive you crazy hearing this kind of malarkey are you saying because the president uses because that a lot? Biden says malarkey all the
0: time? Yeah, I think there's also like a lot of Robert Mueller in uh, these couple episodes because he was a big part of the investigation. Robert at Mueller, the time. you see, I Mueller? believe the only time <laughs> I believe the only
1: time you see him is when you see like a little uh, what was the word on the door, like a little name tag on the door. But Maybe I don't so think you far. actually see him in this episode. Maybe so far. Yeah. The first
0: episode is called Noble Eagle. So does that represent Daniel Day-Craig's character because he's such a good guy? Daniel Day Craig. Daniel Day Craig. That's a combination of Daniel Day Lewis, Daniel Craig, and Daniel Day Kim. Man, how confusing
1: would it be if they cast all three of them in
0: something? Anyways, Noble Eagle also does sound like a James Bond film.
1: Yeah, well, I believe that the leader, the guy who plays in the American season four.
0: Who's the one from hunters
1: yeah dylan like something oh like. i don't
0: know but i would he's in everything but i know who you're talking about he was also in homeland playing a dick he does a really good like job annoying people i want to make he's sure. got one of those faces he's like the steve buscemi's younger cousin <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I, yeah yeah i can't think of one thing that I actually played the hero in now that come, except for spider-man he played like the doctor right yeah like he can be in anything he's like the Margot martindale of of kind of thing i hope that we i hope that's not actually robert Mueller. anyways he's not taking it very seriously at the beginning and then suddenly like daniel de kim comes back after they like test the anthrax or whatever they had sample in maryland and then he's like pounding on the door and then he's like showing him signs that says 100 percent anthrax so i mean the
0: leader of the fbi is robert Mueller
1: at the time however are you sure that's him No, I because the thing that makes me think it wasn't him is that you see him leave a door that says Robert Mueller on it, and I wasn't sure if that was actually
0: him or not. You you weren't sure if he left his own office?
1: Yeah, I wasn't sure if he got done speaking with someone, because he's on the phone and he says Robert at one point, and I was wondering if that was Dick Cheney um so oh okay so, so the anthrax scare? yeah so what happens is is that at the very end of the episode daniel Day kim is at a bar he's speaking to his friend and he tells him his friend is also a doctor uh that it's apparently this very rare strain daniel Day
0: kim isn't a doctor in this is he
1: no he's an fbi agent but yes. he's speaking to a doctor and okay. the doctor and he's like yeah we think that this anthrax thing is an aim string so, and apparently Ames is, doesn't exist outside of high security research labs. So the whole entire question kind of, I think of the series is how was whoever like ended up sending out all this anthrax, how are they able to get into high security research lab? Hence Bruce's Bruce being the doctor in Maryland, like his like kind of open investigation that he's playing upon himself to try and figure out if someone inside is secretly helping whoever- Yeah, that's how that they got anthrax. pinned onto
0: Ivan's as being possibly the guy, right? Right, yeah. The, Interesting thing about that is that from what I was reading, the reason why they thought it had to do with some sort of high clearance lab that it had come from was because there was a a certain amount of like uh, expertise that was applied to making the anthrax like the silicone was added to it. Well, yeah, there was a sorry, not silicone, but silica, I guess, like there was a certain amount of silica that was added into it that they thought at the time was there just to make it more aerodynamic so that it would get into people's Mm -hmm. lungs faster. But then they realized that it just happens naturally that way. And so they started investigating a lot of the scientists who were actually helping them investigate what was going on.
1: Right. Yeah. It was funny actually seeing Bruce Bruce got so serious by the end of the first episode. He's like going down to his basement, pulling out a gun and then going into his own shooting range that he has. And it's like starting to shoot just like this random. That's where the dramatization, I felt like, reached its pinnacle of just like what is going on right now. Did you like the show? I mean, it, it was okay. I think I liked the second episode more because they did focus a lot on just shutting down Rockefeller Center, which, again, I liked seeing because I actually knew the story of that. But except for that, I mean, eh, you know, I could take or leave it. Okay, so just a mediocre program yeah. for you? Yeah.
0: That's sort of how I felt about the first season. It kind of had its moments where, like, I, I enjoyed watching for Grace because um, he provided sort Is of... Is he the main character in that No, one? he's very, very limited mm-hmm. in it. Um, and then uh, some of the fear like actually paid off when you were watching it but then I heard later on that like the the symptoms that they were showing and stuff like there's a scene where they go to one of the villages that's suffering with Ebola and you're just like holy shit like yeah that's just, this is pretty bad and I can imagine in the early 80s that like villages of people would just go completely missing or like stop responding to anything and you'd come back and you'd just see a bunch of bodies on fire and stuff
1: so yeah there were some questionable things that I just wondered if that actually is how it went down because Daniel Day cam is character Character is like completely vaccinated i guess for this thing against uh, anthrax <laughs> but not everyone he's working with is so it's strange because like they're trying to find this letter a lot in the second episode what do you this. mean by
0: completely vaccinated this is a bacteria he says
1: himself that he's like had all three shots that he's immunized because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what happens is they're trying to find this letter that they know has anthrax in it um, because they just through like different details and sources that they've gotten, they know it's in the screen back, and that's why they go into Rockefeller Center because they are trying to find the letter there. It's like this hate mail letter. But when they end up finding the letter, one of the people he's working with, he's like, "Get out, get out! You're not vaccinated. I am. You, you guys have to leave." But I think that you see. Does it a, feel like a mind hunter thing where it's like a cat and mouse
0: game between Matthew Riker and uh, Bruce Ivins?
1: Well, they they aren't like at odds or anything. I'm not even sure if we've seen them in the same room at the same like episode. So it's not like a adokes and uh, dexter no i I think they're on the same side like bruce is obviously trying to figure out who is feeding these people information or who's who's like in on what so in this thing
0: it's really just a fight they're they're helping each other out matthew and bruce and they're trying to like defeat the person who. yeah
1: but again i don't think in the second episode or even in the first episode you see them interact that much okay so you're just seeing
0: two two different things happening basically the um, people on the ground trying to find the actual letters and then people who are in the science labs trying right. to solve this.
1: Issue. And the letters are always like saying death to America. So they're, they're thinking to themselves that it's definitely is correlated with 9-11, yep. but it's a Xerox copy. It's not actual ink so that the, the like FBI cannot actually analyze it. That's United all like true that. to what
0: happened. Yeah. And then the first season had its villain be nature, basically. And then this one, it's a person using a biological or nature against them. But it's basically that they're going after a specific. It's man versus man, right? Right.
1: Yeah. In the second episode, they underestimate um, how powerful this anthrax was, because even though it was in the letter, it turns out that it didn't even necessarily need to be open before particles ended up getting out into the air. So you're starting mm-hmm. to see different people get infected by it. A lot of doctors are looking at it, seeing the scars on people's bodies, and are like, "Oh, it's just a spider bite," but it ends yeah, up being it, way it, more it can than also that. look
0: like symptoms to the flu. Right. Yeah. That's why it scared so many people, but it it didn't affect too many people, like, five people ended up dying from the entire incident. Oh,
1: well, we see one of the people die. I think you, in the first or second episode, Bob dies. Yeah. Bob dies? Yeah. The first person the First affected. infected? Yeah, and it, it, it was sad. So, did it feel at all formulaic because some of the reviews i've
0: read say it's tepid dull and, and a little oh bit yeah on no
1: well i mean i definitely agree with it being dull but formulaic i don't know the story i, I so i can't really judge like oh this isn't actually how i felt I, I was entertained i guess but again it's not there's so many other things i feel like you could watch at this point i was just kind of like okay whatever daniel I think him is fun to see though i like him in the main character do you think he was just copying his hawaii Five O 0 role no, like, he, he played a little bit, at least of a different character that I've seen, and he's not, like, his lost character at all. <laughs> it's interesting, because he
0: had COVID, and you remember the response right, that he was given yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. He also, I think,
1: produces The Good
0: Doctor... And then he's also doing the live-action Avatar. You know how we did Cowboy Bebop the right. other day with Netflix? Uh, they're also making the live-action Avatar right. one yeah. that's not going to be a movie and not produced by M. Night <laughs> Shyamalan. And he's going to be Lord Ozai, or what, what's this guy Wait, name? he's going to be the evil villain? I think so. The Fire Lord? Yeah, I think so. Because Mark Hamill originally voiced him, right. and Mark Hamill I don't think ah. he would fit the role very well. He was actually in Avatar too, as well as the Korra one, just as a voice
1: do you know as what Not as character? like a big character, oh, just okay. just like
0: someone who's like an earthbender or something. Oh, I
1: know that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it's weird cuz in the first I remember in the movie Uncle Iroh played with someone from the Daily Show and then Zuko was the guy from Slumdog Millionaire. So I yeah, I, I don't know, but anyway, it's so If you were to do casting, you wouldn't put him in that role or what? Why well, did it, I don't think he's old enough. <laughs> where where like John show got, How old do you think he is? Uh like 45 maybe? It's like 53. 53. Yeah julia margillies is also
0: like in her mid-50s too so it's interesting how their main stars are always in their mid-50s so
1: but is, is that even old enough to play i remember the fire lord as being really old i mean you know, how do we he's... get to the fire lord from this the second episode of this show is called <laughs> hell's
0: chimney and why is that called that
1: I think that one of the characters says it. To be honest oh, with you. Okay. To be honest with you, like the, the first two names, Noble Eagle and Hell's Chimney, I mean, they really don't mean much. I think that Noble Eagle is like the name of some type of plan that the FBI has. I think that's why it's called that ah, in the first okay. episode. But yeah, I mean, like, again, it, it felt honestly like this could Give be. Give me some comparisons. Like, if I like this, I will like. Okay. Uh, if you like, you know, any of those, like, NCIS type TV shows. So it is or... Formulae. So it is,
0: like, Hawaii 5 0.
1: Yeah, but it's not it's it's not the same type of snarkiness or comedy that's in it. It's more are there a, any sarcastic
0: characters? Oh, yeah. You, you've Bruce, only really talked Bruce about the himself, two of
1: them. Bruce and, well, I mean, those are really the two main characters. Bruce himself is incredibly sarcastic, especially in the first episode.
0: And then is there any suspects?
1: At this point, there's not a serious one. Bruce thinks that possibly the person that he's most close with, in fact, the one that says you have a future in politics, might be the person who's feeding them information, but we don't know. Hmm. That's why the very end of the first episode, he, like, breaks into his office and finds this weird type of, like, pill thing that he threw away and, and thinks that somehow that pill thing is connected to the people that are pointing out this anthrax or whatever do you think that this is like american
0: crime story because that's also an anthology series that looks at real events and then kind of puts them through a filter but it's like
1: i mean maybe i, I never saw the show so i can't really judge oh well, they did the oj
0: trial right and then right. they did the one with bill clinton right the or it's impeachment the impeachment one. is yeah, that yeah, a bill yeah. clinton or is that yeah no no it is because it could be other people
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like i know that i'm just kind of giving these like straight up answers but the show is pretty straightforward itself that's so by why the I... end
0: of it what's the cliffhanger
1: oh uh, you see that so you see someone write down death to america putting anthrax in a so note, you see xerox their hands. copy you see yeah you see the hands and then the xerox copy and then them Do putting they look in middle letter. eastern no you just see the hands and it's over a glove so oh. you don't actually see it so you can see a gloved hand right yeah <laughs> but i i guess that's kind of something that I was disappointed in with the show when i uh when i was seeing the trailer for the first season what's it called again it's called the hot zone uh ebola it was just hot, the hot zone. Yeah, the hot zone. I was like, oh, okay, that seems like it's going to have like actual. This is layers like Betty Broderick's
0: it. story, where it's, it was the first season was just Dirty John, right? And then the sex, <laughs> second story was Dirty John. But I Betty was Broderick's
1: I was expecting it to actually have like a different layers and like, oh, these characters are really well developed now. It's just kind of what it is, you know. So they're pretty one dimensional. Yeah, they did do one funny thing with Daniel Day Kim to show that he's haunted by 9-11. eleven. They're always showing uh, like this change in his car. That's like fidgeting because of the airplane. That's okay, going so over. he's like
0: constantly imagining that,
1: right? And it's but they just show that to try and symbolize how he's haunted, <laughs> and so it's, so you just see random flashes of that, and you're like, what? It didn't teach you how to make anthrax, right? No. Okay. It wasn't
0: like a how-to. <laughs> yeah they did not i did feel weird when i was on online doing research and i was like how to make anthrax oh no like the government has now flagged my computer it'd be worse
1: if if it like was a cutting board pov and then you saw like all the ingredients you needed and just like the little text to the right telling you how to make it Mm -hmm. so there's no way that anybody from the first season is going to show up here at all
0: (laughs) not from my understanding no uh would you watch the rest of it or do you have any predictions about what's going to happen
1: no because again i don't know the story and it wasn't interesting enough for me to want to turn tune back into like the next four episodes that's is sort it, right? of
0: sort of the impression i was getting from everybody else too all right thanks for listening we'll see you on the next one